0: what's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the don't sleep podcast i'm your host dylan sanglay and today we have a very special guest the man the myth the legend and one of my mentors rich rebleto
1: appreciate it (laughs) thanks man
0: how are you amazing yourself very very good busy right and um you know i'm very grateful that you were able to hop on um, the podcast before we got to the 10th episode. Nothing to motivate me like a little ego and vanity. Come on, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, well, I want you to be one of
1: the first 10, and I'm like, you got gotta to. make a move. You, you got to, man,
0: because we got a lot of great guests, right, coming on in the, in the future episodes. So again, thank you for this, man. Thank you for the time. I appreciate right? it. For the people that don't know, who is Rich Robledo? Rich Robledo is a uh, real estate broker, community connector,
1: amazing father, and an involved dad and husband. I love that, man. I yeah. love that.
0: For the people that didn't know, Rich and I actually met at uh, Blake Wynn's event at Lusso, right, Enclave and Key. What finally got into your head and was like, all right, I got to finally meet with Dylan? Persistence. Right. right? I remember you I, telling me that.
1: Uh, I get approached by. Uh, I get approached by a lot of people wanting mm-hmm. to connect, wanting to small you know just a small period of my time and Mm -hmm. uh bro like clockwork rich what can i do i need to sit down and chat with you let's go ahead and and do this and it was the persistence almost a year ago
0: right right that's crazy right it It was it's it's it's, it's been a year been a year (laughs) yeah and i told
1: you i said the only reason i'm sitting down with you is because you didn't give up yep and then we had that first coffee and i remember you uh You know, you're saying like, damn, you gave me a lot of good stuff. Yeah. uh, That's why, because everybody wants to talk and everybody wants to say, I'm going to do or let's connect and. uh, They never do it. Yeah. And it was your persistence because, uh, you know, I usually wait till the fifth or sixth time to Mm -hmm. see if it's, you know, worth my time. Right. Correct. Correct. So it was your persistence,
0: man. That's very important, especially in business, life, right. And anything that you do is persistence and consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you're the real estate guy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so even before you got into your entrepreneurial journey, um, talk to us about that. Right. What were you doing back then before you were like, all right, I want to be an entrepreneur? It was all by default, man. I never said I want to uh, get into business for
1: myself. I was in the military first. And I think that first job made me figure out that I don't kind of want somebody telling me what to do. Right the rest of my life. And then I was gonna go to college and um, I was spending my last summer here in Vegas before I went to Reno to UNR. Cable guy came over started talking to the cable guy and he said, you should come apply. And uh, that was my first sales experience was uh, working for the cable company where I was selling cable to apartment complexes. And fast forward there for five years, one of their top salesmen. And then I bought my second home and a friend of mine was my real estate agent. And he would show me houses in shorts and T-shirts. <laughs> and I'm like, man, uh, what do you do? He goes, this is what I do. And uh, at that time, I had a mobile detail company. I was doing nightclub oh, nice. promotions. And I was working for the cable company. And Mike okay. Unroe goes, Rich, you should do real estate. There you go. And I'm like, Mike. What age agent, was this? Uh, I was 20. That was 97, 2001. It's
0: 24, 25. Damn. So that's my age right now, 24? Yeah. Yeah,
1: so um, he goes, you should do real estate. I'm like, Mike, i b- just buy my second home. I'm doing okay, and mm-hmm. uh, and he said, I promise you, if you were to do real estate, you would make more than all three things combined. Wow. And I'm like, why? Uh, like, what, what? If you see that, what makes you see that? And he goes, Rich, to be honest, he goes, people don't love me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He goes, everybody loves you. He goes, so you would do amazing in sales, right? And larger purchases instead of the smaller cable sales. And that, Dylan, in hindsight was, you know, now sitting here talking to you is somebody seeing something in me that I didn't see in myself. I see. Right? He goes, people love you, Rich. He goes, and if I can do it, you should be able to do
0: twice what I do. I mean, I've seen that. You know what I mean? I've I've seen that firsthand with your events, which we'll talk about later on. And um, just, you know, our initial meetings, right? Coffee Bean, Four Seasons, here at Red Rock Country Club. And I asked you one day, I think it was here actually, I was like, how do you get people's respect? Right, and you told me Ford, Mm -hmm. family, occupation, recreation, and dream. You want to speak a little bit more about that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, one of my coaches told me, man, he goes, how do you know, I asked him, how do I connect with people? And he goes, mm-hmm. well, you should never be at a loss for, for conversation because you can always ask somebody about their their uh, family. Right. Always ask somebody about their occupation. Mm-hmm. Ask somebody about their recreation. And he goes, and if you want to dig deep, you ask somebody what their dreams are. That's right. right. Because very seldom is somebody asked what they, what they want to aspire to. Mm-hmm. What is it that they want to give away, what is it that they think that they wouldn't be able to do, right. that they want to aspire to? And then you talk to somebody about their dreams and you walk away, nine
0: out of 10 times, that person's gonna to want to talk to you again. Exactly, exactly, because you make them feel some type of way, Yeah. and they're gonna remember you for forever, yeah. that's
1: people, it. Uh, people seldom will remember what you say, but they will always
0: remember how you made them feel. I love that, yes sir. That's very very little nugget for (laughs) the (laughs) guy. Very, very true, man. So you know, that's that's great for uh, our next segue, which is, you know, a lot of the nuggets you told me, right? Um, And the first one I want to talk about is when you told me to retire your girl, right? Because I was talking about retire my parents. I'm like, I want to retire my parents, and then you told me like, well, is that what they want? Is that what you know? Is that what they want to do? That they want to retire early? And you're like, you should think about them. You should you should think about what they want rather than what you want to give them. And then you're like, you should just retire, girl, instead.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: right. I think there's uh, a lot
1: of things that we want to do that we think we would want to do for somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Well, this is what maybe this is what I would like. And um, you're talking about your parents, and you're like, uh, I don't think that they would want to retire after I asked you that. And then we talked about your girl and uh, find a way to give that's meaningful to release stress off of somebody. Right. Right. And that's the, that's a huge motivation for me. Right. Is try to help others so they could do more for themselves.
0: Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. As a community connector, right. What are different things that you look for in individuals that you want to work with as far as like business, real estate, and just, you know, in life,
1: yeah well the community connection man i feel it is our
0: responsibility
1: as las vegans first as Nevadans, second um to take care of our community right I so that. i'm looking at people that are value driven that are looking to give back and not just take from the state uh-huh. right so that's what um the community connectors i want to show people what is possible Right, we had, um, we're gonna talk about it, Cigars and Conversation. Yes, sir. We had the governor out. Yep, Joe Lombardo. Right? And he only came out because of my work the last 20 years in the community. Yes, sir. Because of what I've done, when I reached out, he goes, I'd love to be here. Nice. Right? So he came out for that, and I believe that- was That was awesome, um, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 politics has got a, a bad name. You know, it's got, and it is, it's, it's an ugly game at times. But mm-hmm. uh, if we do not get involved, and it's guys your age, mm-hmm. 23 to 34, that don't know how to get involved in politics and don't know the different avenues and don't know what the city is struggling with, we need to help. Right? So I want guys that want to help the community, that are helping their family and business, that are, you know, wanting to have a good time. All right. Right. So those are the guys I kind of want to run with, man. And you see them, you know, at Cigars and Conversation.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I mean, Cigars and Conversation is something that even before you actually did it, we were talking about it. Right. So now, let's talk about Cigars and Conversation. Cigars and Conversation D started because three guys see me on social
1: media smoking cigars and they want to hang out. Nice. And uh, I don't have the time to hang out with new people. Right. I don't have the time really to hang out with friends I've had for 20 years. Wow. So <laughs> um, it was this year in January, my wife asked me and she goes, um, are those guys still want to smoke? And the, yeah, like whenever I post something, they want to hang out. And yeah, she goes, remember how difficult it was for you to reach out to somebody mm. and ask them for help. Right.
0: And right. I
1: said, Yeah, she goes, you have to do something for them so i asked um all three when when it was possible for an evening for us to get together and it was thursday and i made it at six o'clock because all three work so they can get off of work at five there you go. stay a little bit late they can show up at six and just wanted to do it at eight so from six to eight kind of like happy hour and right (laughs) um some of the young guys showed up, man. And, and I asked the three guys, I'm like, listen, uh, if you guys are going to show up, I'm going to put it on Instagram and then there I'm going I'm, I'm to invite a couple of my
0: friends. Wow. So, that, so that's I, how the idea came about.
1: Yeah. Cause I don't see the guys I want to see.
0: Mm. So
1: it was that small idea. And then
0: uh, all three were like, Hey up.
1: man, let's do a private Facebook <laughs> group. Let's do this. Let's do that. And yep. I'm like, this is it we get one and done like (laughs) we're good i don't want use the time to to set it up and then on the way out the evening ended with six of my friends talking to a friend of mine Mm. and friend of mine had extremely successful sold and taken a company public and is doing amazing things but you could see him chatting and the six guys were asking questions Wow! right and then at that moment when i'm having a cigar with uh it was Mm luwan from uh berna yeah i'm sitting there having a cigar i'm like i'll do it again and then i figured by the third one if i'm going to do it again i need to think of something to provide value right for people showing up right 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 and my value is because it's my event and I'm just going to talk about things that are important to me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have speakers coming. They get five to 10 minutes. I just want them to give the people there quick nuggets. And then they're going to stay and hang out afterwards. Mm-hmm. So that if they connect with my friends, then it's their job to further that relationship. My like job that. is just to bring
0: awareness to certain causes that are important to me. Right. I mean i met so many amazing people at Cigars & Conversation, you know, so will Cigars & Conversation be a private event soon? Is it something that, you know, you're thinking about maybe potentially having people pay or, you know, what's the future looking like for Cigars & Conversation? It's a great question and I struggle with it. Um, I struggle with it
1: because I don't know if I wanna monetize something that I wanna give a value. I, I do have you know, and it's been weird to see some of my friends and I had to make rules because some of my guys were like, Rich, I, I want to hang out with you. Yep. <laughs> I don't want some of these young guys around yep, yep. You know, type thing. And I'm like, what's well, the young guys I think are getting the most value. Mm. And then mm. um, what would you pay for it? I had one guy say, he goes, man, with the people I've met, I'd pay you a thousand dollars a month. That's crazy. He goes, cause every time I leave, I leave with an idea mm-hmm. that helps me. I see. Yes, sir. He goes, that is my mastermind. Like, that is my group, like, and I want to meet people. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, one guy was like, well, I don't, I don't even know if I'd want to, I don't know if I'd pay for it. Right. 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 And then. Um, so it's either one or the other. Like, it's right, one or the monetize, other, man. And, and nah. then it's, it's one or the other. And then I was thinking like, listen, I've got a good group of, of people I could invite. And maybe I um, charge a small monthly fee, 20 or 30 bucks. Mm-hmm but then every six months do a dinner with a guest. And the only way you get the invitation to that dinner is if you've been a member for the previous six months. I see. And then we could do a private dinner at a restaurant, you know, followed up by cigars afterwards, Mm -hmm. where you can ask this person, you know, one-on-one questions, but the dinner's gonna have a cost as well. Right. But could you imagine being in a room with a special forces guy, or or, or guy that's worth a couple hundred million, exactly, or a politician, exactly. you know, in high-ranking office, to mm-hmm. kind of have a one-on-one and say, "Hey, man, how about this or how about that?" type stuff. Yep. That is, that's the value.
0: Because I mean, a lot of people won't even get that opportunity, right? You're opening a lot of doors for a lot of younger people, or you know, not even younger people, but even older people that really want to get to, into something new, right? Yep. What is the rules of Cigars and Conversation, right? For I think, anyone uh, that would want to come to a future event?
1: I think the number one rule is uh, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> right, and I think when I say that, it's um, because if you're new to networking or, or new to going to events, we all feel we have to bring a false bravado mm. into a room of some hitters. Mm-hmm. So that's the reminder, and I got rule number one from a good friend of mine who owns a restaurant, Natalie Young. She used to have these fried chicken pop-ups, and she had rules, and it was her rules of engagement. She goes, don't be a dick. Introduce yourself to somebody you don't know, right. and start a conversation. So I got those initial rules from a friend of mine, and I've had to add rules um, to it. Like, don't be a pushy salesperson. Right. That's right. Use true. this as an event to connect. Nobody wants to be sold, right? Yep, yep, exactly. Uh, and there is one of the first events, there was a table of six friends sitting there talking to each other. And I went over and I told them, I'm like, if you wanted to do this, you should have done this at home. Mm. What you've done is taken up a table with you guys, and all you guys know each other. Right, right. Don't use my environment to hang out with your friends mm. that you could do at home. Exactly. Here, it's you know, the, it's the it's the conversation, it's the the collision when you actually have to introduce yourself to somebody. Correct. Where magic happens. Correct. Right. Be authentic. Be yourself. I want you to just true relax because for those two hours it should be a i don't want to say like a a safe space like you can have everybody at different levels of net worth different levels of education different levels of places in their business to kind of just let that whatever you're going through just drop you come in smoke grab a drink if you want get a cookie like (laughs) just to kind of relax and it's fun because there's quite a few guys that will, I know a handful of guys that eat dinner before they show up, mm. and there's more guys that eat dinner after they leave, because they want to continue that evening. Right. Yeah, let's go to T-Bones, let's go do a Korean barbecue, <laughs> yeah. let's go, we're going here, you should come, yep, right, yep. type things, so it's been, yep. um, those are the rules, and I think once you're given rules and boundaries, it sets everybody's expectations. I see. Right, and you cannot be upset if I set your expectations, Dylan. These are the rules. Can you? you good with this? this. Yep. Good. Well, then come on in. Yep. Don't break any of them, because you might not get invited again.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, Cigars and Conversation is probably the best event out here right now, as far as networking goes. Right. I, I've heard, you know, different people saying, "Well, what is Cigars in Conversation?" You know, I I tell them what it is. I tell them who you are, and. Um, you know, sometimes I invite them, sometimes I'm like, all right, I don't think you'd be good in this environment. Again, I respect you. I respect everything that you're trying to build. And um, I hope nothing but success and everything for this event. You know what I mean? Whatever you decide to do, if you decide to monetize it or not, right? But I want to talk about something else. We both kind of grew up in similar areas, east side of Las Vegas, right? I remember when we were talking here at Red Rock, you said, you just came from one end of the mountain, to this end of the mountain talk to us about growing up on the east side like how was that and you're here now right so talk yeah, to us yeah. all about that yeah
1: my first home as an adult was charleston and nullis mm-hmm. right and when i said i was i was raised on that side i was raised in a similar situation in texas mm. right where it was predominantly hispanic right yep. it was um minority it was uh my mother was a teenage mom right and uh you always look at places that you think you'd never be able to, to reach, and when you reach it, you know you kind of sit back and um, you get to enjoy it, right? right? So it is. Uh, it's whether it's the east side of Las Vegas, the east side of LA, whether it's you know a bad part of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's been arguments about nature and nurture for as long as men have been alive. Mm-hmm. I believe that as long as you have a yearning and a desire that you believe you're capable of more, you just need to find those people that help you believe in yourself that you can get out of
0: any situation. Right, so when you lived in the East Side, what were your top three locations that you wanted to move to? And so here's a joke, uh, Day, is that I never knew Vegas really went past Pecos.
1: <laughs> it wasn't crazy. until I started selling um, cable that I would, you know they they put me in the bad part of town and then i would turn that area over and um start to see what i could do in sales and then like they put me in another bad part of town and then they continued to move me and then one weekend uh the gentleman that was installing cable for his apartment complex didn't show up and i went to mm. green valley and i saw these i saw the beautiful houses that were beautiful Yep. And I, I didn't know this was here right Um, so I really started to learn about the different parts of the valley in the cable sales and then when I got into real estate right so it took me being into real estate to see what was
0: really possible for others right our good friend Peter Krause was talking about sales and marketing so when you were in cable what skills did you take into real estate that help you out?
1: Being able to connect with people, mm-hmm.
0: right? And it's a skill that's not taught,
1: um, rapport. And it's really just speaking to them, speaking to being able to speak to anybody at their language level and comfort level for them to make a decision. I see. Nobody wants to be talked down to and nobody wants to be made felt that they're less than. True. And sometimes you'll watch salespeople fluctuate between those. And it's that ability to, to, to connect, to um, transfer that over. And uh, Peter's an amazing example, man. But one thing I've learned from Peter, he goes, always be branding. Mm.
0: Very, very true. He's always putting PMK consulting That's everywhere. It. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that. I want to talk about real estate. You could make money in real estate, so many different ways. What made you yeah. want to start your uh, own brokerage?
1: I'm not a fan of the large corporate brands, right? Mm. I, I don't, I, I feel that corporate marketing, kind of stymies a person's growth, mm-hmm. right? So I started at Caldwell Banker. And Caldwell Banker, the large brokerages do really well, right? right? And after being at uh, Caldwell Banker, I was just like, you know what? I kind of, I prefer to do my thing. I see. Right? So it's this thing that where, you know, uh, the joke is, is I'm like a pit bull. Like, you're not going to say what I
0: can and can't do. hmm so it's best for me to work for myself and make my own rules. There you go. What kind of people do you look for as far as like adding to your team? Similar people like myself. I'm not here hustlers. To,
1: yeah, yeah. You can't teach hustle.
0: Mm-hmm. You either got it or you don't. And not
1: not here to convince you what you're capable of. Exactly. I'm exactly. here to affirm what you think you're you can do. I'm not here to inspire, motivate, or, or try to get everybody up because not everybody wants to do it.
0: Right. But it takes a lot of work for me if i have to do that often exactly exactly you always have to keep brushing them off and dusting them off every single time right yeah uh, there's a
1: difference you know um i told a friend of mine he goes um i said it's hunting season and he goes yeah, there's quite a few hunters that go hunting and come back empty handed <laughs> Yep. he goes you got to be a killer i said what does that mean he goes you gotta have somebody who has the the audacity and the ball is to pull the trigger. True. He goes, because I know quite a few people that will go hunting, and they use that as an excuse to escape. Mm. They want to get away from the house. They want to drink and party and maybe hunt for a couple of hours, right. and say that they were hunting. He goes, I want want a killer. Right. Somebody it's, it's a job. Right. It's a description. It is a mentality
0: that you are not afraid to do what you have to do to complete what you were asked to do. How long does it take for, for you to be like, I want to keep this person on my team for the long term? There's a saying, hire slow, fire fast. Yep, six months. Okay, six months. So what did they have to prove to you?
1: That they can close a deal. And social media has made real estate to be such a glamorous life, and it's not. I mean, when you're convincing somebody to use you for their largest investment of their life, second to their kids' education, mm. if they have children, mm. is, a, is, a, is,
0: is an honor, right? But it's difficult. Exactly. Within this whole entrepreneurial journey, what are the craziest challenges that you've ever been through and how did you solve them? I'll tell you what, man, the craziest challenge for
1: me has been um, working on myself. Okay. Right. And, and I think in any, any business, you're always gonna have to deal with your fear, your doubt, your beliefs, and how you're gonna get past that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So how is that, that, that's been the most difficult thing. And i talk talked to business leaders in all different industries, and that's, that's it. A, because if you're gonna be an entrepreneur, what's your, your biggest bet is believing in yourself exactly not the industry exactly do you really think you're capable of doing it i don't care if you're selling insurance real estate cars financial services do you believe you can do it mm. Mm. and i spoke to some young kids and a kid asked me he goes mr Robledo, what was your biggest investment what was your biggest risk that that you ever took and uh, I knew that when he asked that question, he wanted a monetary number, mm. right? Because when you're younger, you value risk with money. That's true.. yep. And I had to tell him I said, the biggest risk I ever took was betting on myself. Mm. I'll bet on myself every single damn day. Yes, sir. because it, the flag rises with me
0: and falls with me. That's it. I don't have, I'll That's have a it. <laughs> I have no plan B. I have no plan B. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Only plan A. That's, that's right? it. That's it, man. I mean, people talk about it all the time and it's like, if you have a plan B, it's like, you don't really believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't believe that you're actually going to achieve what you wanted to achieve in plan A. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't want options. All right. If you don't mind me asking at what age did you make your first liquid million dollars? Buddy, I was 37 and then
1: I lost it all oh wow right. talk to us about that dylan anybody can make money right the toughest thing is keeping it. is saying that a you deserve it or, or 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 b keeping it wow look at these athletes making hundreds mm. of millions exactly
0: now they're all a lot of them a lot of them are broke. And a lot of the biggest ones are yeah, look broke. look at
1: some of these companies, man. Um, if you were look at the Forbes top 30 for the last seven years, mm-hmm. they're in prison. That's crazy. Think about that.
0: That's crazy. Billionaires. That's crazy. <laughs> That's Elizabeth crazy from Toronto's,
1: Sam Bankman-Fried, Binance, Nikola Trucks. Right. Look at the, the Fortune magazines. 30 under 30, and five, four, five. the last seven, are in prison, That's crazy. or have lost everything. That's crazy, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah, and Damn. during that time when I lost it all, man, I had a friend ask me, he goes, if you cannot do it again, the first time you were lucky, the first time you made it because of market conditions, and anybody can, ride a rising wave. Mm. So come back to me when you've done it again. Mm.
0: If you ran it up once, you could run it up again. <laughs> you could, if you deserve to run it up the first time. Exactly. How did you lose it off? if you don't mind me asking that? Market. The Market. Yeah, man, you settle back,
1: looking at 2006. So you just invested
0: all your money back into the business?
1: Yeah, look at 2006 to 2008. We were in the the worst recession. Since the Great Depression fueled by real estate. Wow. Seven friends of mine, colleagues and associates that I knew committed suicide in one calendar year. Wow. Because of that. Yeah. Damn. That's
0: crazy. Yeah.
1: I don't, you know, and that's why in and that, and that whole period, money is just a tool. Mm. I can make a million and a buddy of mine can spend that in a month. True. I got a friend who says, if you're making a million in California, I feel sorry for you. (laughs) He goes, because you can't really buy a house of your dreams Mm. for a million dollars, if you're only making a million dollars in California. Very true. He goes, I feel sorry for you. I'm like, damn, bro. He goes, well, if you're a million, he goes, and and you're here and the cost of living and housing is this much, he goes, do you really want to buy a house that's 1,800 square feet? Can't have a party. Mm. It's a million dollar house in California That's I feel sorry for them.
0: True. I mean, the value of the dollar right now is just not the same as it was before. No. When you lost the million. Yeah. Right? You said you made the million, you lost it. What was like the time span that you made it and then you lost it? Two and a half years. Damn. And then when did you make it back? Uh, 10 years later. 10 years later. You made an, another liquid mill 10 years later. Yeah. So that was 47. 2008.
1: 2018.
0: Wow. That's crazy, man. You know, so a lot of people won't ever get to sniff that amount of money, right? What was the skill set or blueprint that it took you to get to that first million? Persistence. That's it. Persistence and examples of how to keep it. Mm. So what are some examples of how to keep it? Buddy, never outlive or outdo. Keep your living costs below I feel like a lot of kids my age, or even younger, they see all these material things, and they're like, okay, I need that, I want that, I want the watch, I want the car. What is your advice to them? They have to define
1: what their needs and what their wants are. Mm. Everybody wants something, nobody really needs it. True, true, right? And you can say back, uh, I've had this girl, I want the life you you have, and I'm like, you sure? (laughs) Yep. There's a lot to do to keep it. Yep. Yep. And I'm sometimes envious of the, you know, of the person who life has no stress. Mm-hmm. They get a check every two weeks, mm-hmm. modest home, mm-hmm. get to spend their time with their kids. Right? Because here's on the flip side, D. I'm up at five, fueled by mm-hmm. anxiety, fear. True. I True. go to bed late at night. I have to schedule time with my family. Right, right. Don't let what I have fool a lot of people. Mm. Everybody sees the things, nobody sees the grind. Right. Everybody sees, I want that, well, I miss a lot of my kids stuff. Mm. I see. Yeah, you don't wanna be told, dad, you missed my football game. That's true. That's true. Right? Here's, here's that pendulum of balance. Right? Dad, you could have sacrificed your golf game to stay home to spend time take with care us. of Sophia. Mm. Dad, haven't seen you seven days. Yep. Because they're a lot of that right now? Buddy, I, I'm always like that. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm up D at 5 and leave the house and come home at 7 or 8, your bedtime starts at 8.30. Right, right? Sometimes the money is useless, correct if you can't spend it with your kids, man, do you want the money, or do you want the kids?
0: Mm. whatever makes you happy, correct, right? Wow, yeah, yeah don't let the shine fool you.
1: There's a lot to a lot to keep it, and there's a lot of sacrifices that people don't talk about as well, damn
0: ask me who my ideal client
1: is (laughs) my idea my typical client is on their third or fourth marriage Mm -hmm. oh wow five figure six figure watch six figure car seven to eight figure home (sighs) but they've started their third or fourth marriage It's just life because your younger generations and and even in my generation they don't want to work on things Mm. So let's get a divorce, Mm. start another one. Mm. Start another one, right? But they got all this money. Wow, they don't wanna work on it when it's hard. Yeah, but then also on the flip side now, you have a ton of single mothers with three or four different fathers. It's gonna be rough for our next generation Mm. because who's raising those kids? What is one of the of the, the biggest thing lacking is mentorship for both females and males. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'll tell people, community starts at home. Can't worry about you want what they want. If I'm not giving to my kids first, then what community do I really have? Mm. And you can only give from a cup that runs over. Because I can't continuously give if I'm robbing myself of peace, tranquility and time.
0: Yep, and your own happiness. That's it. If you live for the cheers, you'll die by the booze. Mm, that clip is going to be crazy.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's, and that's the thing with society. Everybody wants everybody's applause. Everybody sees, compares their chapter one to somebody's chapter 20. You know what I mean? And, and it's this, the good and bad of social media in today's times. And you're like, yo, you didn't. this is what I went through. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to go through. This is where I have to step back. This is where I got to just unplug Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right and that's why I started cigars and conversation because remember how difficult it was for you to ask somebody for help I said you're right true so I got to give back it's I owe it to these guys and that night that the governor was here man I got three phone calls Mm. I got three phone calls from friends that they could not believe that the governor of Nevada (laughs) was at cigars and conversation number one Mm -hmm. number two they could not believe that they met him. Right. I met him, too. Yeah. I, I I I took a picture with him, Rich. I called my wife. <laughs> this one guy was like, I call my wife. And he she, she, holy shit, <laughs> Governor Lombardo is here. Yeah. And he uh, shook my hand, and, and uh, I, I, I got to talk to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got some buddies, man, who have more money than God, and you would never know mm. because they wear shorts and a T-shirt.
0: Mm-hmm. do you ever give yourself a day off try to
1: I try to give myself moments of peace because mm. days are too long I see wow. one of my coaches he goes you cannot do next now mm.
0: do now 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 be here in the present be here now yep I feel like a lot of people don't focus on that they're always thinking about okay what's the next thing great example was when you know i hit my first 10,000 followers on instagram i was like all right how am i going to get to the 20 how am i going to get to the 100 how am i you know how am i going to get to 10 on tiktok how am i going to get to 10 on youtube i was just so focused on the next i was always so focused on like okay what am i going to achieve next i mean until recently i never was able to be like okay like look what you've done look at everything that you've been through and look Look how far you've come. You've achieved so many goals that you've already wanted to achieve yeah. before. And you just look past them and you're looking at the next. <laughs> to now, now. Yes, sir. What are your future goals as far as, you know, real estate and cigars and conversation, if you want to mm. speak a little bit more about that, too? You know, what um, are your future goals? My future
1: goals, man, are, you know, I want to raise good human beings. Mm. And you will. The titles, the accolades, the money, the influence means nothing if I don't have two good human beings. Mm. So it is giving them lessons that I wasn't taught to make them incredible people so that they could do more. Mm. Because when I die, all the goals I wanted don't mean anything if I don't have lineage to carry on my name i see the legacy continues I, I live a dream Yep. Dylan. yep i live a dream and now it's fine-tuning one or two more things right do cigars and conversation getting more involved politically uh fundraising and, and and strategies for local candidates opening up chapters for my political action committee and in other areas mm-hmm. right grow my business, you know, uh, double it next year with Mm. investments and whatnot, get down to uh, drop another 10 pounds after my knees get looked at, right? Date night weekly with my wife, separate dates with my kids once a week, Mm. right? Vacations two times a year with the family and two times by myself to recharge. How can I give in my industry and how can I give in my community? Those are all things that I think about there you go but at the end of the day if my kids are assholes what's <laughs> it really matter right you gotta right? teach them now you gotta have good human beings to go out and spread the continue the legacy very very true end of the day I live a dream mm-hmm. healthy kids happy wife incredible things incredible experiences Yep. like there's Nothing else I need because I'm enjoy practicing now.
0: Mm. Now. I like that man. I love that. <laughs> I love that man. So, you know, <laughs> five a.m. to six or seven p.m. What does that day look like, day oh, by day? That routine. What is Richard roberto's routine? Five
1: fifteen. Wake up. Go downstairs. Start my day with Himalayan sea salt and half a mm. lemon with cold water. Get my, give my body some hydration.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A scoop of collagen, a teaspoon of natural honey, hot water. Sitting in my kitchen waiting for both of those, I can take that, then I make a cup of coffee, go into my office and I ask God for help. Mm. So I pray in so the morning I, with God yeah yeah I uh, very very important I um, ask him for help and a friend of a good friend of mine told me goes I'm tallest on the morning I'm tallest during the day when I'm on my knees in the morning asking God for help mm. and then I spend you know Robin Sharma the 5 a.m club right mm-hmm. uh, I, I do um, 20 minutes spiritual 20 minutes uh, education and then 20 minute movement minimum I'll either go outside, walk, right? So I can hear and take in something as I walk, right? Um, You you gotta get out and you gotta move, right? And then depending on the workout, going to the office by 8.30, Mm -hmm. right? Make calls, follow up from 8.30 to 11.30, have lunch, go to appointments in the afternoon and figure out who I'm going to dinner with for the week. But I usually set all of that stuff up Sunday night.
0: Mm.
1: So I know what I'm doing for the whole week. For the whole week. Right? And then I'll sit back and I'll go, okay, uh, I got like five pillars that I'm working on at any different time. How am I feeling? Am I giving enough time here? Am I giving enough time there? And I believe that you should work out seven days a week. Right? And it's the amount of overweight people, the amount of people that are lazy in the States is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so don't care. my son just turned 10, we just started going to the gym. Mm. So listen, buddy, I started working when I was 13, and, and I still work out every day. Nice. I said, this is important to me, and I'd love it if it was important to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He goes, you're 10, you just turned 10. I said, so we're gonna go. And I said, and everything we do should benefit you in some way, nice. personally and in school. I said, you're playing football this Will help you throw the football nice this will help you block mm-hmm. you're gonna grow into being a big man now's the time you feed that mm. and he woke up he wakes up saturday dance goes to the gym nice. let's go he's pushing you now <laughs> yeah let's go let's <laughs> Yep. let's go right and it's all body weight stuff i need you to, you need to be able to do sit-ups you need to be able to do push-ups you need to be able to do um pull-ups yep like Give me 10, right? And he goes, okay, 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 right? Um, I believe prayer is important. At the, end of the, at the end of the night, it's a review of my day. Where was I rude? Do I owe anybody an apology? Did I give 100% today, mm. right? Because I feel a lot of people don't do that review until it's, it's too late and you can't change
0: what you've done. Yep. Yep. Because you're always on the go. Always. Always on the go. You don't even think about what you're doing. Well, a lot of times people, aren't on the go they
1: just get into a monotonous routine mm. so they'll be 50 60 retired their kids haven't really accomplished anything or they just haven't thought of what they wanted to do for themselves man yeah so i know where i want to be three to five i know where i want to be the next three to five so if you sit back and listen d like rich where you want to be what well, that's a moving target because in 10 years my son will be 18 my daughter will be 16 they're finishing college we have a place here we're probably in the same house but we're gonna go i want to do trips with the kids yearly out of the country right this is what i want to do but people don't ever look in their at at their life like that i know where i want to be in three to five i know where i want to be in three to five Mm -hmm. should just be small tweaks one degree two degrees just like if you're flying Mm -hmm. but people Mm -hmm. forget if you're to take off now in la Vegas and fly to New York and your little thing that you're you're set your time to New York if it's off by one degree you're gonna land in Boston exactly it might not mean a lot now but as you get further down the road it's gonna mean thousands of miles right
0: we're gonna wrap up this episode very soon but um one of the things I wanted to ask you is what is something that you look for in a real estate deal where you're like okay I need to invest in that deal. I don't see too many of those. Mm. There's nothing, there's
1: nothing, everything I felt that I needed to do or had to do 98% were bad.
0: Mm. Cause
1: then I let emotion dictate the direction of money and you never let emotion direct money. Exactly. exactly. So all my stuff is, is, is long term, right? If there are, you know, there's been a, I've missed on more deals because I've lost so much. Mm. So you didn't have that much leverage. No, it's not that. It's like when you put a lot of it into real estate and then you lose it all in real estate, you're extremely hesitant the second time around. I see. And there are no sweetheart deals. I see.
0: Especially now. yeah.
1: Now. And (laughs) I I can tell you now, I wish I should (laughs) have. There are four deals I wish I would have done that I didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy. If you had told me that the summit would be selling lots for nine to 10 million, I would have bought a lot. Yeah. Those were three and a half. That's crazy. That started in 2016. Wow. Right? (laughs) So it's always time, right? And that's with uh, uh, Charles Munger just passing. Mm -hmm. He goes, I talked myself out of more deals than anything. He Mm. goes, and I'm okay with that because I've made enough good deals. Mm. There's nothing I
0: need to do all right man last question so if you had to restart everything over again to make your first we'll say million dollars what would you do to get it quicker
1: to get it quicker
0: yeah probably
1: would have invested sooner instead of waiting right but then on the flip side it's um investing is a different mindset than brokerage right Mm -hmm. so it would have been an education i wish i would have learned more about investing sooner I see in, in anything in anything in anything and everything and anything and everything mm-hmm. I mean, if you had bought stock in Apple 10 years ago <laughs> investing is is a it's a it's a um, it's a system right it, it's, and it's and if you had bought anything if you had bought stock in Apple 10 years ago you would have done better than buying a house 10 years ago mm. mm-hmm
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If you had bought a piece of land in a desirable area 10 years ago, you would have done better than buying a house. If you had bought 10 years ago into a franchise, that would have cost you as much to buy a house or $150,000 in a stock. The business, certain businesses are absolutely crushing it. Like who would have thought that raising canes would be valued at what it is, right? (laughs) right so investing is a it, it's a mindset and it does not need to be in one area mm. i wish i would have gotten more into personal development when i first got into real estate
0: instead of 15 years after real estate right right so investing yourself and investing in different assets correct there you go i love that man what you think D? how we did i love that <laughs> well there we go man we did great how do you feel about it I love it, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. i told myself I'm going to do more of these. I've got
1: gotcha. uh, Sean Kelly coming up and uh, yes, sir. I've got a couple of other ones coming up. So I'm looking to finish the year strong uh, with these podcasts, man. I wish you much success. Thank you so much. With yours. And I hope that having me on this show helped you tremendously. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Richie Rich. Thank you so much, my man. Thanks, I brother. appreciate it. And I'm very, very grateful and blessed to have you as a mentor. So, Likewise. Thank my you. Man. Man, make sure you guys go like, comment, subscribe down below. Stay tuned for our next episode. Make sure y'all go follow the Don't Sleep podcast on all platforms. And always remember, Don't Sleep, we got the heat.